Hey kiddo, welcome to the Inspire to Engage podcast, where we talk marketing for small business owners and ways for us to engage more with potential clients. And of course, we'll talk some about the juggles and struggles to do all of this while still having a life. I'm your host, Rachel Eubanks, and I'm so happy that you're here. Episode five is perhaps a hot topic. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's just hot to me. Episode five is about boosting or not boosting on Facebook. So my question is, is it a good use of your money to boost a post on Facebook or promote it on Instagram? That's what we're looking into. But before I delve further into this episode, I want to stop and remind you and myself that marketing our businesses is about the willingness to try, the willingness to experiment, and even more so the willingness to experiment strategically. Now, I don't want to scare you with scare you with that word strategically. All I mean is, is that when you try a specific marketing technique or an advertising technique, like we're talking today with boosting a Facebook post, then write it down. Part of a strategy is knowing exactly what you want to do, why you want to do it, and then jotting notes. Our strategic planning can be that simple if we want it to be. So once again, we have to be willing to try. So many times I hear someone say, yeah, I did it once and it didn't work. Okay, well, I'm glad you tried it once. What about trying it a second time? Or something else I hear, yeah, but it could be a waste of money. Yeah, it could be a waste of money, but it might not be a waste of money. And the only way you're going to know is if you try. We don't want to look dumb and silly in front of our friends or other business owners. And that's what holds us back from trying. And I'm just here to tell you that we have to get over that. And we have to step into what it is we want our business to become and be willing to try. So that's a pep talk I give myself on any type of marketing strategy that it's about the trying. I call it practicing confidence. So therefore, if you're just practicing it, there's not technically a game going on. You're not technically going to win or lose. You're just practicing. So that may help you look at look at certain marketing strategies or paid advertising in that way. Hey, I'm practicing confidence. I am practicing using this try it muscle. Okay. And it is a muscle that has to be flexed. Now I gave myself and perhaps you that little pep talk because today's episode is about a specific method for advertising, paid advertising, using boost on your business Facebook page or promote on your business account on Instagram. Now, I lump boost and promote together, well, because they're both the blue buttons that you see on each of those platforms, but they do the same thing. Remember, Facebook owns both itself and Instagram. So in this setting, Boost on Facebook, and I'm talking again, once again, the blue button that you see at the bottom of your post, or you will often, Facebook is very sweet about this, it will remind you that a certain post has done great, wouldn't you like to boost it? 
And so I know you're, you're probably familiar with Boost on Facebook. Promote looks very similar to that inside of Instagram. You'll see it if you're on your feed, scrolling through your feed. Once again, it's a business account too. You will see the word promote. So we're going to talk about that form of paid advertisement. You are often going to hear marketing consultants and marketing agencies say to never boost a post. But I disagree and I have my reasons. So I want you to hang on and listen to my reasons. But before that, I do have two quick stories. So this episode was already in the works when I was scrolling Instagram and came across one of my favorite accounts, Molly Marshall Marketing. Now, Molly and I are Instagram friends, even though she does not know this. I love her content. She does work very similar to mine. Her business is older than mine. Uh, She has way more followers and more clients, but I love what she puts out there. And so we're friends on Instagram, even though she probably is unaware of that. I also think that she and I look some alike. So we're definitely friends. She wrote a post that talked about when did boosting become a dirty word? The funny thing, as soon as I read that line in her caption, I knew exactly what she meant. So this leads me to my second story. When about three years ago, a good friend of mine, Hillary Dunham, now she's a real life friend of mine. I know her. We spent a lot of time together in person. In fact, she was on episode two of the podcast. She does a great job speaking to us small business owners about getting in front of the camera to be confident enough to do that. She owns a brick and mortar plus an online store. So she does a great job speaking about the differences in advertising and even inventory for those two different business models. And so anyway, it was a fantastic episode. So I do know Hillary in real life. And so she and I were sitting at a marketing conference when at the end of the day, the owner of a marketing agency got up and spoke to us about paid advertisement. And so he knew so much about Facebook. It was a lot of fun to listen to him talk. About the middle of his presentation, he told this room full of small business owners, most of us are solopreneurs, so we're doing everything in our business, that we should never boost a post on Facebook. Now, as soon as he finished that sentence, you could hear a pin drop in that room because, of course, most of us in that room had boosted, I don't know, a million posts over at that point, if you added up all of the business owners there and all the posts that they had boosted. Hillary and I looked at each other and we looked back at him. And of course, he continued on with his presentation. Hillary and I went spoke to him after the his presentation was over and the event was over. We went and spoke to him and really wanted to kind of drill down on why did he say that. And he had a lot of great things to say, but we didn't quite get the answer that we were looking for. So from that day on, For a long time, I believed him. But then my view changed about a year ago. See, marketing is both a science and an art. There are definitely some best practices we should follow, like speaking directly to an ideal client when you write any form of communication or media. Long gone are the days of just talking to everyone and hoping someone buys. We're just way too saturated for that to work these days. But then there's also the art side, like choosing photographs, 
deciding what words resonate, and maybe even being willing to change those words if we see that they don't resonate. Determining the right media for our customer base, all of that is art. And so telling someone to never try something when marketing is a really hard pill for me to swallow these days. Because each of our businesses are unique with so many different variables. The clients that you serve are very different than the clients I serve, even if we're in the same niche. The locations that we serve are very different. The platforms where our customers show up may be different. So that's once again why the never try something is really hard for me to fathom. Plus, there's a time and knowledge factor that we must address. If you're a solopreneur and a marketing consultant tells you to never boost a post and follows up with this next sentence, instead, head to your ads manager in Facebook hit the create button, start a campaign, and the first thing that you'll do is choose an objective. Now, are you looking for conversions, video views, brand awareness? And the marketing consultant goes on and on and on. Right there, in those few sentences, a marketing consultant has talked a small business owner out of doing any form of paid advertisement on Facebook. And it's not because you're not smart enough to figure out ads manager you pl- you're plenty smart. In fact, I strongly encourage you to one day create an ad from Ads Manager if you haven't before. But the reality is, you're also making sure that there's toilet paper in the customer restrooms, that inventory is stocked, the packages are ready to ship, the window washer has come, gone, and been paid, etc. You get what I mean. There is so much on your to-do list, and learning Ads Manager is probably there. It's just not on the, on the done list yet. So the truth is boosting a post on Facebook or choosing to promote on Instagram is a good start into paid advertisement. And especially if you haven't done it before. It's like learning to swim. We start practicing in the shallow end because we're safer. If things go bad, we just put our feet down and stand up. The same applies with marketing. Try new things in baby steps. This is a good example, boosting a post or hitting promote on Instagram is a good example of baby steps in paid advertisement. And a side note, this also applies to the amount of money. Do that in baby steps as well. Like never spend such a large amount of money that you can't afford to lose it if this form of paid advertisement didn't perform as you hoped, okay? Remember, it's about experimenting and not gambling, okay? And it's about experimenting strategically, choosing a form of advertisement, knowing why you're doing it and what you hope happens and the money, if any, that you spend. Remember, marketing doesn't have to mean paid advertisement, okay? And then once you do those things, jot them all down. Just make a quick note. So that way, if it works out well, you can replicate it. Or you can alter something if you think it can be improved later. That's why I'm really big on jotting these things down. Saves us so much thinking later on. So let's talk about what Facebook means by boosting a post. Okay, and these are face, this is Facebook's words. Boosted posts are ads you create from posts on your Facebook page. Boosting a post may help you get more people to react, share, and comment on it. 
you may also reach new people who are likely interested in your page or business, but don't currently follow you. So I'll link to that page in the show notes in case you want to read it for yourself, but it's, it's what Facebook says about boosting a post. And the promote button, that's the blue button underneath individual pages on Instagram. I'm sorry, individual posts on Instagram if you're scrolling your account. And the promotions button, that's actually a white button on Instagram underneath your profile. Okay, so when you hit the promotions button underneath your profile picture, what it does is just allows you to choose which of your images you want to promote. So just a different way of getting to the promote. These two buttons on Instagram are similar to the boost on Facebook because it allows you to create an ad without leaving the app. One caveat that I do want to say that boosting a post on Facebook will also place your ad inside of Instagram feeds as well if you choose automatic placement. So that I just want to let you know that your you can boost a post on Facebook and as you're going through the steps we're going to talk about those later on. As you're going through the steps, one of the options will be automatic placement. And if you choose that, Facebook may put it into Instagram feeds if you have your Facebook linked to your Instagram. So I just want to give you that heads up too. If you're familiar with Ads Manager and the campaign objectives that you find in there, boosting a post or promoting a post on Instagram is similar to the engagement objective. So we use the engagement objective inside Ads Manager when our business goal with that ad is to reach more people likely to engage with your post. And engagement, once again, means likes, comments, and shares. So I'm sharing that information for you to know that boosting a post is not some form of rinky-dink advertisement. It's just one form of paid advertisement on Instagram and Facebook. It may or may not match your business goal, but that's okay. I'm just telling you, it's an option. A boosted post, like any ad, has that tiny word sponsored in the top left corner. So it's legit, people, okay? That's a perfect segue into when boosting a post or using the promote button on Instagram is a good idea and when it's not. So we're going to stay here for just a few minutes. Let's start when it's a good idea. First, if you're new to pay to the paid advertisement game, this is a great place to start. Remember the analogy of learning to swim I used a couple of minutes ago, starting in the shallow end? Here you go. Boosting a post is starting in the shallow end. But perhaps an even better analogy may be bowling with the bumper rails. You're actually bowling, means you're doing all the movements required, but the bumper rails take out some of the focus and fine motor skills required to get your bowling ball down the lane and for it to actually strike some of the pins. That's what boosting a post on Facebook or promoting one on Instagram does. It takes out some of the steps for you. There's just not as many choices, okay? Now, let me just say that for a second too. You still have choices. It's just taking out a lot of the steps for you and some of the choices. So when you're given less choices in paid advertisement, when you're first starting, that's actually a good thing. It cuts out some of the confusion for us 
It's for the same reason, though, that well-meaning marketing consultants and marketing agencies say to never boost. They know that inside Ads Manager, you can choose different objectives that will serve your business even more specifically and perhaps even better. But what those well-meaning people are forgetting is that we all have to start somewhere. It's like giving ourselves a goal to run a half marathon. We'll probably start with some local 5Ks and 10Ks so that we learn about what it's like to run a race in a crowd so that we figure out our nutrition, our shoes, all of those things instead of just signing up one day for a half marathon and doing no races in between. Boosting a post is a great way to start. A second thing of when this may be a good idea for you is when you want to test content for a future ad. Rick Mulready in one of his Quick Tips episodes talked about this. I want to say it was the end of last year. And I thought this was a great idea. So perhaps you have a post that's done well with your audience already on Facebook or Instagram, and you want more people to see it so that you can understand if it resonates with them too. And if it does, if it performs how you want it to, then you can head to Ads Manager and to create an ad, perhaps even a conversion ad, leading people into your website to purchase from you or to sign up for your email. Boosting a post on Facebook can be fairly cheap, like 10 or $15. So this is an inexpensive way for you to test images and messages for future ads that you may be putting more money behind. A third reason why boosting a post may may be a great idea, it meets your actual objective, your business goal. Perhaps you want more exposure. You have a post performing great and it summarizes your business well and you want more people to see it. It's perfect for boosting then, okay? That is perfect. So let me give you two tips really quickly that may save you some time if you decide, hey, this this is what I need to do. I have a great post. It summarizes my business well. My small audience already likes it. So I want to put it out to more people. So here's you two quick tips. Boost your Facebook posts from your computer instead of your mobile device. When you use your computer, you will see more options for your action button. For example, when you go to boost a post, I have the option to add an action button when I click on the down arrow. And I have choices like learn more, shop now, book now, contact us when I use, when I go to Facebook on my computer. Now, compared to if I'm working on my mobile device and I go to the Facebook app and I hit to boost, I only have three options underneath buttons. One is to have no button whatsoever. One is to have a message me button. And the third is to have a WhatsApp message. So I don't like those options as much as if I choose to boost a post from my computer. When I'm on Facebook on my computer, I like those action buttons. The, I'm sorry, I like the options for those action buttons better. And I do also want to say one thing too, that I'm describing what my Facebook user interface looks like. I can't promise that your Facebook user interface will look exactly like mine when you go to boost and I'm talking about learn more shop now I can't promise that it's probably going to look that way but Facebook 
consistently test things across their platforms and services. And so sometimes what I see is not exactly what you're seeing. So I just want to give you a heads up. It's very frustrating. It's one of the reasons why small business owners get very frustrated with Facebook. Believe me, I've had it happen. I'm sitting here looking at something on my computer and I'm sitting next to a client. We're working on an ad and her user interface does not look exactly like mine. So believe me, I understand the frustration. I just wanted to tell you about it because that's one of my goals is to alleviate some of the frustrations. It is what it is. Facebook is a very complex platform. We just have to own that. And one other really cool thing that I want to talk about as far as action buttons, when you hit promote on Instagram, so I'm talking about Instagram for a second now, when you hit that blue promote button on Instagram, you now have a chance to link that post to your website. And you know that when you create a post on Instagram, you cannot make your website linkable inside the caption itself. That's why we're always seeing those lines, links in bio, you, because you can make it linkable in your, in your profile, but not within the caption itself. So let's say that you have a post that's doing really well on Instagram and you decide that you want to promote it and you hit that blue promote button. One of the first slides that you're going to see is where do you want to send your, your audience? If you choose website, it's a button that you'll choose in very small blue letters, it will have edit. And when you hit the edit, it will bring up a list of action buttons again. The learn more, shop now, contact us. And once you choose that, once you choose which of the action buttons that you want, you can input the website page. So your landing page, specifically where you want them to land. So I love that that's an option for you to send people directly from a post to your website from Instagram. It's another way, of course, like we said, it's going to cost you a little bit. It's going to cost some money, but it may be a good use of your money. Okay, another tip for boosting a post, when a post might be boostable, if that's a real word. A post with your face will probably do well in your feed and then may be great for boosting later. So if you have a picture of yourself that you like, be sure to write be sure to write about your business, what you do, what problems you solve, why you're passionate about it. Post it and see how it does. If you like the results, then boost it or promote it on Instagram. But you've got to promise me that you won't take it personally, that you won't take the number of likes or whatever personally. That's why all of us would rather take a picture of a coffee mug and write no less than 415 sentences about that mug and post it rather than post a picture of ourselves. But it's practice and confidence. And I'm telling you, posts with human faces, with you beautiful business owners, do better on Instagram feeds and Facebook feeds than product pictures. And so it's a good way to get engagement rates on that post before you even boost it. And the reason is simple is that we are humans and we love to connect with humans. So we are going to connect with human faces more than a product or even just a, a beautiful image of a scene. So I would encourage you to practice confidence. It 
has gotten easier for me. It is not something I still enjoy, but I will say it's gotten easier. And I remember being physically sick to my stomach the first the first time I posted a picture of myself. I now do not get sick anymore. So there you go. There's improvement. And another thing, if you boost a post, remember, I'm still giving you tips about how to get the most bang for your buck. So posting a picture of yourself in your feed, your Instagram feed, or your Facebook feed, you're probably going to get higher engagement rates on that post. So that's a great tip. Another tip, if you boost a post, be active on social media over the following days. Too many times, and I'm preaching to myself here, we boost a post, pat ourselves on the back, and walk away from our feed for like five days. I guess we feel so accomplished or something. I don't know. But what about when new people land on your account due to that boosted post and they want to stalk you? And you know, we all do this. Give them something to see. So make strong posts following what it is that you have chosen to boost or promote on Instagram. That's just using your, that's just using your money wisely. Now, let's talk for just a second about once you choose to hit boost on Facebook or promote on Instagram, there's a couple of options that you're going to see. Remember, you still have options when you boost, okay? It's not as if you just hit that button and Facebook takes over everything. You still have options. So I'm going to talk about two or three of them that to me may cause the most confusion. There is a section that says special categories. This is fairly new. This came around, came about around 2019, I believe. So if you're a business that deals with credit, like personal or business loans, all credit card companies, or you deal with housing, for example, like a realtor, or you want to boost a post that is a house itself that's for sale, or you deal with employment. So maybe you're promoting a job fair or a specific job. So the three special categories, again, are credit, housing, and employment. Then you will need to slide that button over. The purpose of this button is to fight against any unlawful discrimination. So that's just a heads up that you will see that special categories. Also, when you boost on Facebook or promote on Instagram, you will see an audience. So you have some choices there about who you want to target with this boosted ad, with this boosted post. If this is your first time or two with any type of paid advertisement, I just wouldn't overthink this, okay? Select an audience or create and edit one, jot it down, and then move on. So inside of Instagram, when you hit promote, it even has a button that says automatic. It will probably already be clicked for you. And what that means is that Instagram will target people similar to your followers. And then inside of Facebook, if you boost a post, it will also have an audience already with the button clicked for you. If you are unfamiliar with this, if this is brand new to you, just 
Go with what is automatically clicked. Remember, this is experimenting and this is getting your your toe wet, just putting the tip of it right there in the water. Then you can learn and change some of that, but just get comfortable the first two or three times of going through these steps, okay? So I just want to give you the heads up because when I was starting out, that word audience just terrified me and I would just spend hours and hours debating about who I should target. And in the end, the smartest thing for me to do would have just to start with something pretty broad, and then over time, get better and more confident about what it is I want to do there in that audience section. The last section I'm going to talk to you about that you're going to see when you hit those two buttons is budget and duration. So you've got to tell Facebook and Instagram how much you're willing to spend on this ad and for how many days you want it to run. I usually tell clients to run an ad at least six to seven days as for the shortest amount of time because that gives Facebook's algorithm time to learn which people are more likely to engage with this post. But once again, you've got to try it for yourself. And as far as the money, you can do it as cheap for $10 or $15. Choose something that you feel comfortable with underneath the budget and duration section. Now, let's hang out for just a second about when it's a bad idea for you to boost. If you have a different goal for your post... So for example, you hope to drive people to your website to purchase from you. Then boosting a post is probably not what you want to do. Now, it may happen. It may happen. Like you may promote on Instagram or boost on Facebook and someone land on your website and purchase from you. Excellent. But remember, that's not really the objective that Facebook is looking to do when you hit boost or promote. It's looking to serve it up to people who are more likely to react, comment, or share. And this is where we small business owners get really frustrated with Facebook because we in our heads say, this is what I want to do. I want people to go to my website and purchase from me. But we tell Facebook to do something different, which a boosted post is telling it to find people who are likely to engage with it. If you have a different goal for your post, maybe a conversion ad, I mean, a conversion objective where you're wanting them to land on your website and convert, give you their, your email, their email address or buy from you, then you probably need to head into ads manager and choose to start a campaign and choose a campaign objective of conversions. Just want to say that you've got to know exactly why you're boosting or hitting promote in Instagram. Another reason it might be a bad idea for you, if you plan to boost every post, that's not a good strategy either. That's not sustainable and it's not going to help you in the long run. Like you're going to run out of Facebook algorithm mojo. I'm just going to tell you. Another reason why why it might be a bad idea is if you have boosted a lot over the last year and a half, and I mean... I'm not talking to you people who've boosted like twice. I'm talking you've boosted a lot over the last year and a half and you've just not seen the results that you're hoping for. You might want to stop for a bit. Check your content. Is your message really on point? You might want to sit down and talk to a friend or one of your most loyal clients, hand them your feed and say, hey, what it is it? what is it do you think I do? How do I serve my customers? Listen to what they say back to you. 
that will help clarify for you, is your message on point? So that may be one reason you're not seeing the results that you want. Stop boosting for a bit. Look back at your content. Another thing that you could try to do is to grow organically in a different way. Perhaps dedicate time to Facebook lives or Instagram lives on a daily or weekly basis or be very active inside of stories on Facebook or Instagram. Those are other ways that you can build your account and the algorithms love when people are doing lives or inside the stories. So a couple of final notes. Grow responsibly. If your customers are hanging out on Facebook or Instagram, then growing our accounts there is probably well worth our time, energy, and some of our money. But I always remind myself and clients that we don't own Facebook or Instagram. So we have to be mindful of that. We grow our accounts knowing that we're doing it on rented space. So get email addresses as much as you can. Get phone numbers when it's appropriate. Build real life personal relationships with followers so that if it goes away tomorrow, we still have ways to contact and connect with our most loyal clients and customers. Now, Molly Marshall's quote, this came from the post that I talked about earlier in the episode. I love how she summarized this idea of boosting. She said, I'm not saying that boosting Instagram posts is the best use of your money, but it isn't always bad. In fact, sometimes it's even good. And she offered a litmus test of such for us. It's a good idea to boost if you're consistently getting good feedback from your small audience. So they like what you're putting out there. You get comments and shares and likes. Your audience is just small. If your audience is growing, but it's just growing slowly. So that's the second part of that test. And it's also a good idea to boost if you like what you're doing, what you've built. You just want to accelerate it. You just want to see it grow a little faster. Then boosting a post is probably a good idea for you. She also reminds people that if you're addicted to likes, if you have that mindset that I have to have the certain number of likes or my work is not valued, it's not valid, or I'm not of value or worthy, then please, you, you want to stay away from that, okay? You want to stay away from boosting. We want to be willing, though, to look at this form of paid advertisement simply as an experiment. Remember, marketing is an art and a science, and we have to be willing to experiment to grow, okay? That's the bottom line. We have to be willing to experiment. We have to practice confidence. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, suggestions about this episode, please shoot me an email. I'm at rachel at inspiretoengage.com, or you can send me a direct message on Facebook and Instagram, the same handle, inspiretoengage. And if you found any value in this episode, please be sure to rate it, leave a review. You as a business owner know what reviews do. It helps algorithms serve up this podcast to others who are looking for a podcast on small business marketing. Please and thank you. Last thing, if you want to know more about speaking to your ideal customer, head to my website. I have a freebie there. It's called Know Your Customers Better. It's a big pink button. You can't miss it. And what it's about is 
looking at the season of life or the phase of life that your customer is currently living in. Because if we understand that better, then we're more likely to visualize their daily activities and we can then understand how to communicate with them better, what their day in a life looks like. For example, if your ideal customer is a brand new mom or maybe it's a brand new dad who's supporting a a brand new mom, then if you can visualize what their day in their life, day in, in in their life looks like, then you know that posting something at 1 or 2 a.m. is not crazy. In fact, it may be a great idea because they're probably awake feeding that small baby. So that's just one example of how when we know the phase of life that our customers are living in, especially our ideal customer, someone who we really love doing business with and want to do more with, if we know that, then we can communicate more clearly to them and more compassionately. I hope you have a wonderful week. Until next episode, kiddo.